this is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts, our bodies, and our minds? We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Joyful Mama Show. We hope you are doing well, but even if you're not and you're in a bit of a hard place, we hope that this episode will be encouraging for you. We felt compelled today to, you know, we've been talking so far in 2023 a lot about schedule making and automation and all these tools to make our life more productive and happier and things to help us get through our days and actually have joy and help us with our businesses and our kids and um, accomplish the things we desire and move forward into things that we've been waiting for. But today we kind of want to talk to all of you who are maybe feeling in a bit of a hard place. You know, the, the schedule, it's like, oh, I can make a schedule or maybe I've tried to make a schedule or I've tried to like write down my goals or I tried to open up my computer and just open up a document and start trying to think through what would make me happy in this season. What do I want my life to look like? But there's peripheral things in your life, maybe things outside of your control that are making life hard in this season. And I have just felt today such compassion for all of us who are dealing with relationship things, anxiety, depression, uh, maybe marriage issues, maybe feeling far from God, maybe just pain in your heart from you know things in your past or maybe it's in your present but wherever you're at today i think we want you to leave this podcast feeling like you're not alone and we mm-hmm. want you to feel like you're not alone in two ways that one you're not alone because you're not the only one dealing with the things you're dealing with and that it's okay to just be a human and have mm-hmm. emotion and have struggle And it doesn't make you less than, and it doesn't make you less of a mom or less of a business owner or not good at what God has put in front of you. It just makes you a human. And we also want you to leave feeling like you're not alone because the God of heaven and earth sees you and that you're known by him and seen by him. And at the end of the day, when you stand before him, you know, all of this will fade away and Mm -hmm. he and his, who he is, is what will remain. You know, as we talk about constantly on the podcast, like all of these tools, and we, we love giving you tools. We love giving you resources. We love helping you in your daily life in practical ways with solutions to problems, but we never want to lose sight of the fact that this is all for Jesus. It's all shaping us into who he's called us to be and who he already sees us 
in his righteousness to be. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole goal of life is to become like Jesus, to know him and to share him. And Mm -hmm. I think as we're rebuilding our foundations for 2023 and we're looking at our lives and we're looking at what's important to us and where we want to go, that we want to make sure we're being centered on mm-hmm. a firm foundation and not just using all the tools available available to us to kind of surface level fix things. And on the surface, it looks like we've got it all together, but in our heart of hearts, when we're all alone or when it finally gets quiet at night, mm-hmm. that there's that pain and that struggle that's not being acknowledged. Like we want you to acknowledge it. We want you to know that it's okay that it's there and that Jesus sees you in it. Mm, so <laughs> like, I almost feel like I could cry right now because I'm thinking about just how he sees us, you know, that he sees us and he's looking at us with joy in his eyes and delight. And he's not judging us based on whether we fulfilled our schedule for the day. <laughs> <Thank goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and whether you did that thing you said you were going to do or how well you homeschooled your kids that day. And, and I almost want to put that in quotations, how well you did, like, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever your standard of doing well is, but I, I'm feeling that sense of like coming back to the thought that it's not us who has to hold on to Jesus. It's Jesus that holds on to us and we're safe with him. And we don't have to perform for him or be perfect for him or strive Mm -hmm. for him. We just have to be. It's so good, girl. I think as you're talking back to so many seasons throughout my life where I've been in that spot um, where I do feel alone. And I feel like, especially when you're in leadership and you have people who look up to you and who you have maybe made an impact in their life. And so they see you as an example and they see you as someone, you know, that they, they trust and they admire or whatever. And so it feels like when you're in that position, especially if you've had any involvement in ministry or leadership in any way inside of entrepreneurship or outside, you know, in the church, whatever, that you're doing a disservice to share the hard or you're doing a disservice to share a struggle. And even though there's this heart cry to be vulnerable and to not put on a happy face when you don't feel happy, there's this like struggle of how much do I share? I want to be real, but I don't want to like air everything for everyone to see. And especially when it's a relational thing and there's someone else involved, whether that's a friend or a, you know, a husband (laughs) Mm-hmm. or an aunt or a sister or a business partner, whatever, if there's a relationship thing, you always want to honor the other person and, and just be careful about how much you share, especially publicly. And so what do you do with those moments where it's like, I can't keep this in and I'm talking to the Lord and I'm, I'm going to him, but I still feel this I still feel alone, you know, and sometimes it just is with the Lord. Like you know, he's near and you know, it's not for lack of you going to him and it's not for lack of him being there with you, but you just don't feel his presence. Maybe the way you have in other seasons, like, what do you do in those times? And 
I've just been there multiple times, you know, in my life where it just, I never was alone, but I felt alone. I, and I'd love to hear when you've gone through that, what, what do you do? Mm-hmm. But I found that a lot of times it's one simple conversation with a person and maybe it's the person who is upset with me and I just have to initiate a really hard conversation. Sometimes it's a conversation with a trusted person about a, a totally different situation that does not involve them. And I just share the whole story in a safe place and ask for prayer or ask like, do I have any blind spots that you can see? You know, I just told you the whole thing, but there's not resolution and I don't have peace and I feel alone. What can, you know, sometimes it's with a mentor, like a spiritual mama. Sometimes it's with my husband. Sometimes it's with you, (laughs) but (laughs) a lot of times that feeling of, isolation and alone. And just like, it's the difference of breakthrough from that place to uh, even just like the littlest ounce of daylight coming in and feeling not so alone is just one conversation. And then just being open to, you know, a, a lot of times nothing changes situationally, but it's just that, like you said, it's that lateral And maybe the person I talk to shares a Bible verse or prays over me or gives, you know, a, an angle or an insight that I hadn't seen before. And then it's just like that grace and peace and mercy comes flooding and rushing in. And I'm reminded as I've reminded many people before, sometimes we just need to hear it from someone else. Do you ever do this? Like I start um, hearing from someone else, something that I've taught other people but I needed to hear it from someone else mm-hmm, to fully mm-hmm. digest it. And that's in that moment, it's then the refreshing comes and the hope. And, and a lot of times the thing that I needed to hear, I already knew, but the way it was said, and it's like, God truly does create us for relationship with him and with each other. And sometimes, you know, I, it's even with, a, it's a conversation that happens virtually. Maybe it's a message or a text that you send someone and it's not even an audible conversation, but there's just, um, there's just no denying that the Lord totally uses us with each other. And so one thing I would just say is like, if you are in that place and maybe Sarah, you felt this prompting for this episode, because there's someone that's going to listen to this who's like, okay, that sounds great, but I truly don't know who I would have that conversation with. I don't even know who I would call or who I would message or who I would talk to, but I am feeling what you're describing. I'm feeling like alone and maybe even a little bit hopeless. I know I can speak for both of us that our inbox is always open to all of you guys. And um, on Instagram and on Facebook, you know, we have a page for the Joyful Mama that you're more than welcome to reach out to us. And we will absolutely, um, read and respond to all your messages. But, um, Sarah, what do you, you know, when you've been in that place of feeling alone and maybe even a little discouraged, what do you do? Like, how do you get out of, and like you said, it's okay to be there. Not saying like, we're not trying to fix sometimes just being in that place and knowing like, I'm not okay right now. And that's okay. (laughs) But, um, but what's something that you've done that has helped you when you feel? Yeah, I definitely relate a lot to the um, feeling like 
nobody around in my immediate circle will understand how I'm feeling. And in the past, there has been, that is a struggle for me because either, you know, even being in this like homeschool entrepreneur space, like a lot of people just don't relate to life in the same way that we do. They Mm -hmm. don't have the same paradigms about calling and, you know, I don't know, they're just different. (laughs) Like they're just different. (laughs) And so sometimes you can't even go to those people, like it almost feels like a spilling your pearls before swine thing. Not that I'm calling them swine, but like they just (laughs) won't get it. And sometimes that's okay. And Mm -hmm. those aren't the people you need to be going to. And sometimes they are like, sometimes they do have insight that God gives them in the moment that if you're humble enough to receive it, even though, you know, they don't like quote unquote, get you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes God will just speak through them to you. And if nothing else, um, you know, I've definitely had those moments of like, (laughs) it makes me want to cry thinking about it, but I remember one of my friends, um, (laughs) she just, she showed up at my house and she just gave me a hug and I just cried in her arms. Literally. That's, that's what I needed in that moment. And she prayed for me and, you know, she couldn't solve my problems and she couldn't even relate to me about some of the things I was going through, but just that connection with Mm -hmm. people. um, I think we're all always longing for connection. And the hard part is, is when we're, we know we're longing for it. We try to make it happen in some way and we feel rejected. We feel like that person didn't see our need and didn't give us what we, we needed in that moment. Um, and sometimes the best thing has been for me to make a counseling appointment because mm-hmm. that person is absolutely 100% going to be there for me in that moment. <laughs> and <I like> <laughs> Um, also it's a safe place to talk about things that maybe I can't talk about with other people, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I also think like, it's so good to have as much as you can, like connect with people outside of your different circles (laughs) so that you can like have people you can talk to about different things that maybe you can't talk to people inside this one circle because it's messy over there and you're going (laughs) to feel like you're dishonoring people if you talk about it over there. So maybe you need a trusted friend or counselor or whatever that's not in your circle. Like it would be horrible if my counselor like went to church with me or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She was like in my friend group. Like that would be horrible because I couldn't go to her and be honest because I'd feel like I had to protect all these people I was, you know, having the struggle with or whatever. So I love having somebody I can go to that is trustworthy and also understands like what it's like to feel that isolation and then can Mm -hmm. help me process through it and help me find a next step. And, you know, a coach would do the same thing for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why another reason why it's important to have these type of people in our lives that we can be, I mean, I kid you not, every time I, I stepped into my counselor's office when I lived in the same state as her. Or when we've been over the phone, I am like crying 
<laughs> I mean, like sobbing almost. It's not mm-hmm. even that she's necessarily giving me all these answers to life. Mm-hmm. It's that I finally feel like I can release all the emotion that I've been holding mm-hmm. in, that I didn't yeah. even know was there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm the leader of this gang of people at my home during the day. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm in leader mode and I'm in like, let's get it done mode. And I'm in like doing all the things and growing the business, you know, like doing all the, and when you just step into a space, like with my friend giving me the hug or my counselor just letting me ball. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's different even than it is like with my husband sometimes. Like sometimes, yeah, I don't know. Like, and he's such a compassionate and like, <laughs> he will give me a hug. Um, it's just sometimes you step, like you just need to connect almost, I think with another woman at times, mm-hmm. at least for me, like mm-hmm. there's something about like, the female (laughs) empathy and compassion and nurturing. Like I'm looking for someone to like nurture me and the way I would nurture somebody. (laughs) Nurture me. Like I would nurture me if I wasn't me. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Like, let me just like be in this pain and like release it. And you not necessarily like I don't want you to fix it for me necessarily. Like I might at the end ask for up to <laughs> what's your opinion mm-hmm. about this? Mm-hmm. But so I think like knowing that I'm made for connection, knowing that connection can be so dang hard mm-hmm. to, to find and then keep. Mm-hmm. I try to be proactive. And if I'm feeling like, oh, I wish there was somebody I wish I had this. I wish I had a person like this. I wish I try to go find it. And even if like, it means I show up at like a women's meeting at my church and I don't tell anybody about what's going on, but I at Mm -hmm. least get into a room with other people. (laughs) Who might even sense it. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. But I put myself in at least Mm -hmm. the vulnerable position of of being around people and of possibly being exposed. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that act alone has done so much for me. Even when I like, don't say anything and nobody knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. The connection with like other people who have life in them gives me like more of what Jesus wants to give me all the time. Like his mm-hmm. life, his living water. And like, that's what I've. That's really good. Done. It's really hard when you're in that place to to go be around, or it is for me to go be around people and to be intentional to connect, but it always is so helpful. And before we close that, I was just thinking, you know, to those of you listening that are okay, and maybe you're not in the season right now, and you're like, I'm great, life's good, I'm growing, the people around me are good, you know, um, maybe just use this as a reminder to check in with the people around you and, and have eyes to see and even look for those who might not be okay right now and send a quick message or a voice clip or, you know, stop by, you know, be led by the Holy spirit. I think if more of us as women, were just living in that place of total intimacy with the Lord so that we could be the ones that are sent to go give the hug, you know, I'm driving home from the store And 
the Lord puts this friend on my heart and I decide to detour and go the other way and stop by so-and-so's house just to hug her and maybe take her some chocolate, (laughs) you know, something, um, check in, call a friend, you know, sporadically without it being scheduled. Just, Hey, I thought about you. How are you? Are you okay? And not expecting a response. And, And a lot of times when someone's in a hard place, they won't answer or maybe they won't respond right away and you know, guard your heart from being hurt or offended by any of that. But just when we're living in a place and we, and we do feel healthy, um, if we can live from a place of just like being on mission to look for the ones who need us in that moment, um, you know, we always, those who refresh others are themselves refreshed and we always reap what we sow. And so it's almost like, not that it's about giving so that you can get something back, but truly we're building relational equity with people. And when you become a person who's generous with your time and your affection and your words and your encouragement, then you're a person who will of course receive that when you're in need of it as well. And um, so, yeah, I just think that it's important for us when we are in a place that's okay to think, um, just intentionally and even ask the Lord, like, who can I encourage today? Who can I be at that light to? Cause I, I promise you there's someone, you know, <laughs> someone in your circle who could totally use a, a little drop in or a message and just, you know, knowing that they're thought of and that they're seen and that they're loved. And, um, and if you do that, and if you, um, you know, just surprise, bless someone. We'd love to hear about it and what that was like for you, because there's no better way to live truly than being in that place of intimacy with the Lord and being sent by him and getting to be the hands and feet, you know, getting to be the hug of Jesus in the moment when Sarah needs the hug, Mm -hmm. right? Um, There's just nothing better. There's no greater joy than to be used by him. So Let's um, let's start a new phrase. Forget Mahatma Gandhi with "be the change." Let's be the hug. <laughs> yes, be the I hug. <laughs> I love it. Be the hug. So good. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we want to end this podcast. I would love to pray for all of you who are listening, mm. and just um, give you a second as you put aside time to listen to this podcast too. Get just a little infusion of God's spirit and grace and love over your life. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, we just thank you for every person on the other end of this podcast. And I ask that right now your presence would flood into their hearts, Lord, and fill them with your love, your acceptance, your peace. I thank you that you see each one of us where we are in our circumstances, in our homes, in our marriages, in our parenting, in our businesses, Mm -hmm. that you see us, Lord, that your eyes are on us and you have not forgotten us and that you have not forsaken us. Lord, we ask that your presence, God, would overwhelm us with compassion for the women in our lives and compassion for ourselves. 
I know that we come with baggage and we have pasts, Lord, and we have healing that we need. And God, we just ask that you would, with your spirit and with your power, heal our hearts, God, that we could step into more of what you've called us to. And we ask for more opportunities to embrace the people around us and to love every person where they're at and to receive love from people and to pursue connection mm-hmm. and to be okay just being in your presence, even if we don't feel you. We know that you're there because you said that you would never leave us and you would never forsake us. Mm-hmm. I bless every woman listening to this. I ask that you would bless this season of her life. You would bless her children and her home and her marriage and her business and her homeschooling and everything that she puts her hand to. We thank you for everything you're working out inside of our hearts. And we cling to your promises. And we know that if it's not good yet, it's not over. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. To get our free heart-centered homeschooling ebook or to book a breakthrough call about homeschooling or business with Sarah, visit the links in the description of this podcast. Also, we always want to hear your questions or ideas for new podcasts, so do please slide into our DMs on Instagram or post in our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you.